Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Pod Club. I want to give a quick warning for today's episode. We're going to be talking about shows that deal with the subjects of suicide and depression. If you or anyone you know is struggling with suicidal thoughts, please seek assistance from a mental health professional or visit the National Institute of Mental Health's website at nimh.nih.gov for more resources. If you're currently in crisis, you can always call 1-800-273-TALK. Thank you for listening, and let's get on with the show. We're reporters from iHeartRadio. Could we ask you a couple questions about sure. podcasts? About what? Podcasts. Okay. Do you listen to podcasts? I have. Yeah. I would like to more, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. What is stopping you from listening to podcasts? I'm probably just a habit. Okay. Like, I'm more visual. I'm, I grew up as a TV kid. Oh, right, right. So I want to do it. It seems like it'd be more appealing, more, but... If there was a podcast about podcasts, that told you what to listen to. Oh, I would do that. Do I would like a podcast, podcast about podcasts, right, yes. Well, we've got a podcast about podcasts. That's a good show. idea. It's called The Pod Club. The Pod Club. It's a podcast about podcasts. People who don't regularly listen to podcasts probably don't realize that this medium isn't all comfort, all joy and happiness all the time. There's a lot of shows out there that deal with dark and deeply human emotions. These shows can really help us by showing how to be a person going through difficult times. Today's guest is one of those very special people who can help make sense of the complicated, often unfair things that can happen in our lives. It's Nora McInerney, and I'm just going to say it. I love Nora. I freaking love her. I am the biggest Nora fan I mean, I don't, she's got like a lot of fans, but like, I'm a pretty big one. Her show, Terrible Thanks for Asking, is simply one of the best podcasts out there. At its heart, it deals with terrible things that happen to good people, and it takes us through how those very real people dealt with tragedy in their lives. But like I said, 
Nora's just the best. And for a person who creates a podcast about terrible things every week, she's actually one of the most uplifting people that I know. I text her when I want to feel better about life. I listen to terrible things for asking when I want to feel better about life. She's also a damn good interviewer. She's got like this amazing instant rapport with every single person she talks to. You can tell that other humans just feel safe putting their story in her hands. I want to play you a quick clip of Nora in action from an episode called A Good Death. Ron David Duprez had a good death, and the ending mattered greatly not only to him, but to his daughter Esme. When we talked to Esme, she was 38 weeks pregnant and a few days out from a scheduled C-section. Right. I just, the minute that you said 38 weeks pregnant, I felt like that heaviness. It just, I was like, oh man, I can feel ahead there. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> I was like, is it falling out right now? I cannot tell. Now Esme made it through the entire interview without peeing once. So for that, we all send a round of applause. Doesn't Nora's voice just feel like a big hug, like a big squishy hug? The other thing about Nora is that she's been at this for a while. She started her own show in 2016, and she's been a podcast listener, like, forever. So I actually get most of my podcast recommendations from Nora. So I thought I'd bring her on to let her help us all out, in life and in podcasts. I have to tell you, I love what we're doing in this show because I want people to listen to better podcasts. First of all, most people don't even listen to podcasts. <laughs> like if you ask the average person on the street, like what are you like, what kind of podcast do you listen to? They're like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Where, what is one? Um, and how do I find it? And what do I get it, uh, get from it? Yeah. This has been like one of my favorite forms of media since 2009 when you had to download them. We had iPods. Okay. It wasn't a phone. Okay, you couldn't make a phone call. FaceTime didn't exist. And I would like download them in the music app. Mm -hmm. And for like the commute. And they were nine minutes long sometimes. So it's been like my one of my favorite things for a long time. But I say the same thing. Podcasts are the most fun that I've had in journalism since the internet ruined journalism. And so all I want to do is help people find the podcasts that they love. Your podcast, I think, is is just up there on the top of the podcast pyramid as a very near-perfect podcast. It does all of the things. It makes you feel all of the things. It tells amazing stories. Like you and also your voice just makes me happy. That's how I feel about your voice. Aww. I'm like, oh, God, I would take a nap inside Joe Piazza's voice. And I've said it. I've said it publicly. Everyone knows. I would also take a nap inside your voice. So, like, I love this mutual <laughs> voice admiration. You've been doing this for so long. You are one of the people that I trust more than anyone with podcast recommendations. And I want to get this out early on. There's a lot of podcasts that I stop listening to. I will not finish a podcast if I do not enjoy it. And a lot of those come from the top of the lists where we're supposed to be getting our podcast recommendations. So we are going off list right now. And I want to go off list. And I want to hear what you are listening to and what you are loving right now. 
mostly I'm here to escape. I'm here for something that is, uh, you know, not going to just be, you know, uh, getting on the trauma train and pulling into Sad Town, USA. I also have a complicated relationship with true crime. I know that it is the biggest genre. I know that if I actually wanted to be successful, I should reboot my show and be like, it's murder, m- murder, murder. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Murder, murder. Yeah. It's sexy murders while we're drinking rose. I, this has also been a genre that I've always loved to consume in different ways, right? But I like crime, but I like a I like a white collar crime, right? I like a mm-hmm. I like a nonviolent crime. I like a crime where people could recover and nobody dies. That's my that's my favorite kind of crime, you know. Like I like a crime where somebody embezzles a lot of money from a faceless corporation. Mm-hmm. Scam mm-hmm. goddess is true crime without the death, <laughs> true oh. crime without the blood, and it's hosted by truly one of the best comedic actresses slash comics, Lacey Mosley. She is so, so funny in every episode. She has a guest. First, she asks them, what is their relationship to scams? Have they ever been scammed? Have they ever Mm -hmm. perpetrated a scam? Everybody has a story. Everybody has a story about their relationship to scamming. Then um, she brings up uh, sort of like a scammer of of, of history uh, and tells this story and gets their reaction. She's also reading this story always for the first time. So it's a cold read. Oh, that's which great. I like. It's something that truly every time I listen to it, I like laugh out loud, usually alone in my car, like a lunatic. Do you have like a gateway episode that you think people should listen to for this podcast? Oh my gosh. Okay. Yes. Listen to Ilaria hoax. Oh, okay. We all know what that is. We don't even have, we don't even need to need to expand on that. It's, it's very good. Oh, also the real housewives of scams, shams, and fraud about Jen Shaw. That one is so, so good. Yeah. Lacey did her own theme song and she recorded it in her car and she's like a belter. Like she's a Mm -hmm. singer, singer, (laughs) and it's so good. You've got to play the, the opening. All right, that is Scam Goddess. Take a listen. You and I are also both listening to and binging the same podcast right now, The Turning. The Turning. So let me let me just explain this to the audience. This is a podcast about the women who followed Mother Teresa, a beloved saint, into her storied Catholic order, the Missionaries of Charity. And let me tell you, the opening sounds like something out of The Handmaid's Tale. Why, why didn't you just walk out, just tell someone I'm leaving, and just walk out the door? We always went out two by two. We were never allowed just to, to walk out and do something. So I wouldn't have been able to go, you know, more than five or six paces before somebody ran up to me and said, where are you going? But I knew, because I had been in that hospital and was familiar with it, that there was a room where there was a collection of clothes that the patients had left behind. So I knew where that was. I could find myself some clothes there, some normal clothes. I thought, I'll drive in with this sister who's ill, and then when we get there, I would just leave 
I would leave her there and I would have at least, you know, a few hours before anybody figured out what I'd done. So I saw the turning. The turning popped up. This one intrigued me because I was raised Catholic and I approach anything about Catholicism, one, with uh, my jersey on and my jersey off at the same time. Almost all of us are uh, monstrous in some ways and divine in others. And I think this is a a really good example. Here's a literal saint who also, uh, you know, had some problems. I loved that it let the women tell the stories in their own voice. There's not a whole lot of editorializing. There's there's really there's also no judgment, which I which I, I like. I, I did not feel like the host was putting her own stuff on these women. And I would have. <laughs> like I'll tell you I would have. I know. And it says this in the description, you know, it's asking the question, what is the line between devotion and brainwashing and can anyone truly give themselves to god i love this series i actually ran longer than i usually run and i'm a terrible runner just to finish episode three the other day i want everyone to listen to the turning the sisters who left just so i have more people to talk about it with Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. 
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robey, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. So, Nora... There is a podcast that I actually want to recommend to you. It does something very similar to what you do on Terrible Things for Asking. It digs into the nuances of sadness and grief and just hard, terrible things in a way that also makes us laugh and cry a little, but also just feel all of the things. Because I, when I listen to a podcast, I, I personally want to feel things. And tell me if you listened to it yet. This podcast is called Unread. I have. Not only have I listened to it, but two years ago, maybe Chris, who we both, he lives in Minneapolis still. I used to live in Minneapolis. Like we met about having this be a TTFA episode. And it, I was like, it, you should just make it a thing. You should make it your own thing. Like there's, there's too much here for it to be like an episode or even like two episodes. And I think you should do it. And he did. He did. And it just popped up in my feed one day, uh, uh, like maybe Instagram. And I listened to the whole thing while doing a cross stitch. I'm sad that I couldn't bring a new podcast to your life, but I'm very happy that you share in my joy about Unread. And I'm going to describe what it's about. In December of 2019, the writer Chris Stedman got a message from one of his closest, oldest friends, Alex, that said... I'm writing to tell you that when you receive this scheduled email, I will no longer be alive. Alex also sent a link to a recording of a woman named Alice, who Alex had once met in a Britney Spears chat room. This podcast is four episodes about Chris trying to unravel and dissect all of his feelings about Alex's suicide. But it's also a mystery about trying to track down this woman, Alice, this Alex's fellow Britney Spears superfan. Vulture described it very well by calling it a peculiar little puzzle box. I'm going to play uh, a bit of the trailer now for you guys. Alex was obsessed with Britney. There's a thought where you're from, how's it going? I know you, got a clue what you're doing. But he wasn't just a fan. She was everything to him. Her life choices were, like, not only hilarious and, like, entertaining to him, but also so relatable. And, like, I think that he felt like he knew her and that they were friends or something, you know? At first, the idea that they actually might have been friends seemed too unreal to be true. But then Alex was totally unreal. In the weeks after his death, I couldn't stop wondering why Alex left me these clips. And despite my immense seriousness and skepticism about most things in life, I also couldn't stop wondering if the person in these audio files might have actually possibly been Brittany. Either way, it began to feel clear that Alex including these files in his email to me wasn't random. Nora, 
your podcast, because it deals with tragedy and grief so often, feels to me like it must be hard for you to make some days. You talk about your personal trauma and then other people's personal trauma. How do you maintain your sanity while you're doing that? I have poorly, poorly, typically, very poorly, very, very poorly. All of my work has just been a trauma response. Like, oh, I'll just work on this thing instead of dealing with uh, with my with my feelings. Now things are much better. I go to therapy. It's not as if the only way to process your pain or process your grief is to like write about it or, you know, make a podcast about it. But when that's already what you do. And Chris is like, Chris is a writer. He has two books. Uh, he's a he's a college professor. <laughs> like it makes sense that you would want to process this stuff out loud in some way. I love that you said that about Chris because I, I called him to ask him about this podcast. And that is exactly what he said. He said that he created this podcast to process his own grief. So we can hear a little bit about that right now. You know, when Alex died, it felt, gosh, I mean, it felt like, I don't, it, I just couldn't understand why it had happened and I couldn't make sense of it. You know, the reason that I write is it's like how I process and figure out what I think about things. I think the the example that comes to mind for me is Flannery O'Connor said something along the lines of, you know, I, I write to figure out what I think about things. And that's very much the case for me. And so I was doing a lot of that as I was processing Alex's death, but I started to feel like there might be some value in sharing this story publicly. Uh, but really it was like, ultimately, you know, in, in Unread, you get to hear this, not just my story, but the stories of a number of people who are really close to him, some of his closest friends and family. Um, and it was those folks, we kind of formed a little group shortly after he died. Um, and it was honestly their encouragement and support to pursue this project that was kind of the thing that pushed me to do it. You did such a beautiful job of taking a subject that is hard and making this not a tragedy. You made Alex fun and funny, and you didn't define him by the fact that he took his own life. Was that intentional? Gosh, I mean, I didn't have some like big plan. <laughs> it's really meaningful to hear you say that because I don't think Alex should be defined by his death. Um, I think it's important to talk about how he died and why he died because, you know, I, I and I, I hope this comes through in the show that part of my processing his death and sort of following him down this rabbit hole after he died was learning more about the factors that played into his decision to end his life and, you know, how our society really does fail people like Alex and like Brittany, um, which is a big part of why he was so drawn to her. Also, the show really doesn't get into any of the details around his death. And that that was very intentional on my part. Well, I walked away from the podcast wishing that Alex had been my friend. <laughs> Somebody reached out and said, like, this really is like a love letter to a friend, this show. Mm -hmm. And they were like, in our culture, we hear a lot of stories of romantic love, a lot of those kinds of love stories. We don't hear as much love stories about friendship. And, you know, they just reached out to say, like, that they really appreciated that. And I think the reason that this show is so focused on trying to understand him better as a person and his life and um, as well as the factors that did contribute to his death is because, you know, when you lose somebody, whether it's by suicide or in some other way, 
you, you know, the person is gone, but the love is still there. And mm-hmm. you're just trying to figure out like what to do with that love, um, where to put it. And, you know, for me, this show was like my way of, of like sifting through all of that love that I had for Alex, the ways that he came into my life and just completely shook it up and, and changed who I was as a person, gave me more permission to be more myself, more like him. On this episode, we're also talking to Nora McInerney. Nora! And I was hoping to recommend your podcast to her, but then she goes, oh no, I'm already a huge fan and I know Chris and I love Chris. So I just wanted to tell you how much Nora adores you. Oh, you know, it's so interesting because Nora was one of the first people outside of the Team Thor Daniels, as we call ourselves, a little group of Alex's friends and family that came together after he died. Outside of that group, Nora was like really one of the first people to encourage me to to pursue this story. Mm, so mm-hmm. shout out to Nora for sure. You know, TTFA is like definitely an inspiration to me when it comes to like telling stories publicly with the hope that they can be helpful for others. I love this mutual love that you and Nora have for each other. It makes me so happy. Well, you know, it's Minnesotans too. It's like Minnesotans. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. There's a, uh, you know, not too many of us in Minnesota that are <laughs> like at this intersection of podcasting and grief and, you know, so. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a small Venn intersection regardless. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad yeah. we got to connect. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Thanks so much for And your thank time. you for your beautiful podcast. Thank you. So Nora, I want to end our conversation by sharing your go-to classic podcast episodes. Like, the what podcast episode would you tell someone to listen to if they've been living under a rock and they've never listened to a podcast before? What's the first podcast that you love? That's your gateway. Your gateway podcast. Okay, if you are a millennial woman who has watched a lot of uh, pop culture boil up like around you. There is this podcast called Be There in Five. It's one woman doing what only men do. (laughs) Talking. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Talking for sometimes two hours at a time. No conversation partner. No, uh, no. A lot of it is like extemporaneous. It is called Be There in Five. And she does these really, really uh, thorough deep dives into uh, into pop culture. So I'm actually, I'm going to recommend a very specific episode. If you're a millennial woman, there's an episode called Childless Millennial Part One that I thought perfectly captured that tension between, yes, wanting a family and also being really proud of the things you've done and isn't that enough. I don't think I'm in the dilemma of do I or don't I want children. Um, Where I'm at right now is just like I I am paralyzed with fear about moving forward because I don't think this is like hard to say, but I just genuinely don't think I will enjoy the process as much as other people. And maybe I will, and I'd love to be surprised. But I'm also 33, and I've also done a lot of self-evaluation and reflection and paid attention to my own mental health and know what my needs are to feel okay. 
My go-to recommendation, it's Heavyweight by... Oh my God, I was about to say Gregor. I'm, Fuck, I'm not even joking. Oh my God, I'm about to say Gregor. I'm totally saying Gregor is my go-to. From Gimlet Media, I'm Jonathan Goldstein, and this is Heavyweight. The crux of this podcast is super simple. Jonathan Goldstein goes in and he helps people, normal, everyday people, and he helps them solve unfinished business. Sometimes it's a mystery. Sometimes it's a relationship that goes bad. Every episode is different. And the Gregor episode, on its surface, it's just about a guy who lends a CD to a friend, and then it gets insane. And all of a sudden, Moby is there. And that's it. That's all I'm going to tell you about it. Also, everybody has a Gregor. Oh, yes. Everybody has like that friend who almost like needs to come with a warning label, even though at their core, they are lovely. When I'm driving, Gregor comments on my speed. When I eat, he comments on my table manners. And when I eat yogurt, he comments on the way I lick the inside lid, calling it both lecherous and unmanly. Some might say that Gregor is overly critical, possibly even prickly, but I would not. I love Gregor for many reasons. His loyalty, his generosity, his being the kind of person who will pick you up at the airport at four in the morning without even complaining. But it's perhaps his courage to say the things that we're all not exactly thinking, but maybe thinking about thinking, that is most thrilling. Download and listen to it because I think it's a near-perfect podcast episode. Fully agree, that is. We will be writing all of these episodes down. We will put them in the show notes so that they're very easy for you to find. Um, Because, like I said before, at the end of the day, no one should listen to bad podcasts. Life is too short. I don't care what podcast you're listening to. I don't care if it's mine. Like, if if you are 13 minutes into a, into a show and you're like, I don't like it, you are not obligated to finish it. Just like you're not obligated to finish a book or a movie or anything else. Like, it is okay mm-hmm. to bail. And uh, there's something out there for you, even if it is not this specific thing. And maybe you'll find something on this show. Maybe. We hope so. And that is our episode today. Do you love Nora? Are you like a little obsessed with her? It's okay. You can admit it. We are all amongst friends here. Now, quick reminder, here are the shows that we talked about today. Scam Goddess. Mm, 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 mm. The Turning. Be There in Five. And Heavyweight. Heavyweight. Oh, so good. And of course, you need to listen to Nora's show. Terrible Thanks for Asking. And Chris Stedman's show, Unread. See you next week on the Pod Club. The Pod Club is hosted by me, Joe Piazza. Our executive producers are me again and Emily Marinoff. Our producers are Mary Dew and Darby Masters. Our associate producer is Lauren Phillip. Our theme and additional music was composed by Aaron Kaufman. Aaron Kaufman is also our consulting producer. And special thanks to Nikki Hitor, who is just a wonderful human being who I like to thank at the end of episodes. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots 
the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.